welcome back to Netflix and Kill, your source for all things horror and Netflix and things. Jeffrey <laughs> Combs today. Yes. Every day. <laughs> My whole life encompasses Jeffrey Combs. And that's just because I find him to be a very good role model. Agreed. I'm your host, Kyla, and here today with me are my dear, dear friends, Hannah. Hello, I'm Hannah V. Boyens. I am a BA theater and performance major and BFA film and production major and piece of shit. You're not a piece of shit. In a good way. Like, you know, oh, that piece of shit. Like, you say it affectionately. Like, like Jeffrey Patrick... Combs in this movie where you're like, oh, you piece of shit. Like oh, Patrick Stewart from the Emotion <laughs> Oh, no! You know, if he got, if I got paid an ounce of the amount that Patrick Stewart got paid, like, in weight, I would be very wealthy and very happy. Because you know he got paid for being a piece oh, of shit. Oh, of course. So, Marty. Yes. I'm back. Full-time time traveler. Yeah. Marty McDumbass. I don't know. Part-time vampire. Well, let's let's see. Have you have you have you kissed a past version of your mom yet? No. Then you're doing pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, the bar's he didn't kiss her well. though. She kissed him, and he was freaked out about. It. That's pretty pretty fair. It's pretty fair. Yeah. Is that a horror movie? That's pretty pretty damn scary. When your mom is in love with you, be a horror movie. Yeah, like you find out that like you go to an alternate timeline and your fucking dad got murdered, and your mom is required to get plastic surgery to make her boobs bigger. And Trump is president. Oh wait, that already happened. It's the Waldo moment of eighties movies. Oh god, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Maybe this is. Black Mirror episode of sorts. I'm sure we can incorporate technology into it of sorts. Technology has dulled our morality. My cell phone told me to kill my dog, and I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, is that an episode of Black Mirror? No, but there is a metal dog that tries to kill you. Oh, so just like the 90s. Do you remember the robot dogs that would like yes. do flips and stuff? That's what I tried that is to actually what that episode yes, is about. That's what oh I tried God. to tell you, but I couldn't remember what the robot dog thing was called. Remember that that meme where it it's like a robot dog that's walking and then it falls immediately on its side and then it goes to black and white and it says, you know how you have to say you're fine and you're not fine. That is essentially the episode of Black Mirror, but if the dog was competent and knew how to kill. Amazing. Um, so what are we talking about today, oh, Kyla? Oh. We are talking about the movie Would You Rather. Would you rather? I don't know. Would I? I would just, I? Um, would I? Cut I? Should I? Kill I? Cut I? Cut it out. Cut eyes. Cut eyes. Cut eyes. <laughs> yes, cut eyes. So, yeah, you might recognize this movie just from, like, the title card thing on Netflix. Yeah, the It's, like, the very noticeable. It's, really, like, a person holding up a razor to their eye. They really want you to watch that movie, because I keep seeing it all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, like, very advertised. I actually saw this movie for, like, the first time about a year ago, but this was you guys' first time seeing it, right? Yeah, yeah. Marty and I saw it last night for the first time. I All I know about it was that Jeffrey Combs was in it, and that apparently he was a big delight and my friends really liked uh, his performance in it. And I could see why, because it's Jeffrey Combs. So I decided, hey, we should probably watch that. And... <laughs> I... <sighs> I like Jeff. They got I liked me. Jeff in it. I did not know he was in it. I was in the mood to watch something where 
I was engaged, but then I could walk away at the end of the night satisfied, kind of like Hush, mm-hmm. where, like, I could walk away from that and have a good night's sleep, because, you know, the hero wins in the end, but it was still a really well-made movie. This, I could walk away from, because it was dumb. <laughs> uh, but Jeffy Combs is good. Uh, that's how they got me to watch it, because I wanted to watch, like, 30 Days of Night or something. Jeff uh, but, Good. <laughs> but yeah, Jeff Good, that's that's my two cents. Um, and honestly, like, they did have me viscerally reacting at certain parts where I was like... Because the premise of the movie, do you want to talk about, like, the plot, or um, should... Sure, yeah, I can do that. So, the premise of the film is this girl who gets invited to a dinner party, and basically it's like a contest. It's a game of would you rather, and she's trying to, like... You know, the winner gets this big giant prize because it's hosted by, like, the super rich guy who is played by Jeffrey Combs. And uh, the winner gets to walk away with a bunch of money at the end of the night. And she's trying to save her brother who has cancer um, to pay for his, like, marrow transplant. Mm -hmm. And so she's trying to win this would-you-rather contest. And, of course, it turns out to be, like, really fucked up (laughs) would-you-rather. And, uh, like, it's pretty straightforward, like... Just looking at the poster, you kind of know what you're going to get. They go far, but I don't think they go too far. Yeah. Like, to the point where they get, like, a reputation for being infam- infamous, like, martyrs or, like, God, human centipede. Fuck you, human centipede. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this like, one, really hate human centipede. I hate human centipede. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I hate it. We'll have to get you on that episode if no. ever we do it. We'll, get, we'll no. get you on there and like explain to you the plot. And I you know don't have the to plot. Watch it. Yeah, I but we can talk plot. about it. I don't know. We'll only. But Sorry, I, I have already vowed. I have already vowed. I will only do Human Centipede if people actually listen to this podcast and write in and tell me you want me to do it. Like <laughs> I'm not touching that until people specifically ask for it. We are not touching Tom Six's fetish movie with a. Ten foot pole. But let's talk about this fetish movie. Yeah, this because weird... it doesn't go too far, which I kind of appreciate. Like mm-hmm. they don't do anything with genitals. They don't do anything like weirdly sexual. That's a weird. They weirdly have some morality when it comes to like sexual assault. Yeah, it's that was weird. It's that... like yeah, cut up your own faces, kill each other. We draw the line to assault. Yeah, like, we draw the line at rape. Mm-mm. Well. I mean, the whole thing is basically about being able to choose what you do. Yeah. So, like, that kind of makes sense in my head in a weird fucked up way. It does. It does. Like, Jeffrey Combs is definitely... You need someone charming to run the the game, otherwise you're going to lose interest right away. And I think it's a psychological thing as a viewer and as a player, because he's charming and he's convincing. You're not going to watch a movie where the guy is just, I don't fucking know, uh, not into what he's doing. Like, if you got Christopher Walken, I don't think it would have worked. Because Christopher Walken kind of, he works because he does seems disengaged from everything he's doing, and it's kind of charming, but it wouldn't work for this. Whereas Jeffrey Combs seems overly engaged in everything he's doing. Mm-hmm. And he's, I really love it. Jeffrey Combs is, like, a genius when it comes to, like, encompassing his characters because he's not a method actor i don't think but he comes from theater and like so he's very good at like very quickly getting into his roles and i i really appreciate that as someone who like watches horror movies that especially the ones that he's in because he just does such a good job of like conveying you know this personality this big personality you know especially in this movie and especially in reanimator 
like these big personalities and you know it normally it might be very hard to like get stuff across in a certain way but like he does it so excellently i love him he's my he's like my surrogate celebrity dad <laughs> way, let's talk about like what they did in the game because they first they um he just makes him do little shit like he's such a petty little bitch where he's like you're a vegetarian huh eat the steak i'll give you some money and then he's like so you're a recovering alcoholic drink this whiskey i'll give you some money and then he just like pulls out the rug from under him yeah like 50 grand though 50 grand for drinking there is a lot i would do for 50 grand no he like had to chug a whole thing of whiskey didn't he though like he had to like chug it and then he was like jeffrey combs told him but then in the end he only took like a couple drinks of it, I think, because they don't show him drinking that much, but... Well, that's the thing. Once you play, agree to play the game, would you rather? If you decide you don't want to play anymore, they shoot you. Yeah, but not at this point well, in the movie. At, yeah, so this yeah, is, he, like, the dinner party before yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone just, knows what's going on. I'm just explaining that, because, like, some people may say, well, then why don't they just fucking leave? And it's like, because then they fucking die. But they're gonna die yeah. anyway. The game's kind of I mean, rigged. Well, yeah, he tells them, kind of you're allowed to so, leave at this point before the game starts. If you want to stay, stay in your seat. And the guy tries to get up, but then he sits down. <laughs> and like... then he tries to leave again, and he's like, but you've already made your choice. So, like... Here's the thing. Yeah, I I, I would have just fucking left, yep. though. Like, yeah. I was getting, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess everyone says this, but, like, I can... I can tell when people have shady vibes going on and, like, some mm. rich asshole, like, invites me out to his house in the middle of nowhere to, like, some dinner party. It's like, okay... I know when to get the fuck out of there, like, this whole, this is your last chance and, you know, leave now or else you can't leave again. Like, I, I, I would be, I would be like, okay, I got, you know, he served him a nice dinner of, like, foie gras and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna take my fancy dinner and my 50 grand for, you know, eating meat or drinking alcohol or whatever and I'm gonna get the fuck out. (laughs) Well, it was 10,000 for the girl, Iris, who's the main character, and then it was 50000 for the guy who was an alcoholic who stopped drinking. So <laughs> Yeah, they got all these tropes sitting at the table. You got the, the chinned everyman, mm-hmm. like, who I've seen from Dollhouse and from Community, because he shows up every so often. He's pretty good. He's a good actor. Like, he's easy to root for. He's got a nice face. Um, are um, you, you got, talking about uh, the guy that was also in My, La- My Name is Earl? Or Yes, I think. The- no, no, no. Not the... Not that guy. The guy who survived till the end. Because you got Iris, who was oh, our main okay. character. The, then you got the, the bland guy. The bland guy, <laughs> yes. He's, he's bland, but he's, like, good bland. He was also in Peggy Carter. Yeah. Um, he's, like, virtuous bland. Yeah, he's virtuous bland. I Milk enjoy him. toast. If you need a type, he's the guy to go to. And I keep seeing him around. And I was like, oh, I know you. But he's got a distinct enough face so that you're like, I know you. Um, but he's also bland. Uh, yeah. I got Iris, who's in Pitch Perfect. I really wanted her to just riff off. Um, but whatever. Uh, you got the bland guy. You got the guy from My Name is Earl. Yeah. Who had... In, there in was this, like he the... plays Cal. Hmm. Then you got the... Who? Um, Cal. The, the guy from My Name is Earl. His yeah. character in this is um, Cal. Then you have the weird-ass goth chick who seemed really into the game. Yeah. Like, like the psychopath, basically. Yeah, the psychopath. Like, she was, like, just really in it for the money. Well, I mean, what... they all kind of were. I, but, like, she was, like, so into it to the point where, like, you know... Then there was the army vet. Yeah, the who army seemed like guy. the pretty decent guy. Yeah. Travis. 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 Poor Travis. Um, um, the old woman. Oh, I keep oh, forgetting God, the about old lady. Oh, her. Poor And then woman. there was... The guy with the firecracker. That's the guy from the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> you guys need to watch that show. It's hilarious. There's an episode where um, they kidnap uh, Alex Lifeson from Rush. 
like duct tape him to the car. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyways. <laughs> um, um, and then there was one more guy. There was like an older guy, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, that was, that was the guy. alcoholic guy. But no, wasn't there like another one? I don't remember. Who was the lady? Who was the guy who like... I think there were was next people? to the old lady. That's the guy with fire. That's fire. Oh, okay, okay. I couldn't remember. Th- yeah, there I were think that's eight, everybody. There were eight people. It was and so we got old lady. My name is Earl Guy. Bland boy. Wait, I'm gonna go like Iris. I'm gonna um, do like in the scary dog. psycho chick. Yeah. Um, uh the veteran. Yes. Um, two more. I I remember the seating arrangement better than I do like just the na- like the stereotypes. So it was alcoholic. Like, it was like so f- like clockwise from the table they had um the veteran guy uh mr milk toast um main character iris then we had uh cal our token black man um then across from him we had amy who was the goth girl and then next to her was the old lady and then next to her was the trailer park uh boys guy and then next to him was uh Mr. President. <laughs> he just looks like a president type guy. He kind of the recovering alcoholic, alcoholic guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um that was it. Yeah. Yeah, but they and, started out with shocking each other. Yeah. Yeah. And like in all seriousness, like I joke about like, oh, I would have taken the money and run, but like to the movie's credit, they do establish that like these characters are desperate for money. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the army guy is like you can pretty much piece together like he's a veteran who like, you know, didn't get his benefits or something like you know there's a lot of veterans who are like homeless or in bad situations so like Mm -hmm. you can piece together for most of them some of them they never really give a reason like yeah amy i don't know what her reason was i think it was implied that she was a prostitute who was was in desperate need of money but i don't i don't know Uh, totally if that was what they were going for but it seemed like it was implied and then old lady like I don't know, but our our running joke of the night was that she thought it was going to be an orgy party. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, like when they're explaining, like, would you rather, he's like, I, would you rather kiss Iris or William? And he's like, I guess I'd rather kiss Iris. And the old lady's like, are you going to make us kiss each other? <laughs> <laughs> she says it in like this like playful flirting voice at Jeffrey Combs. And he's mm-hmm. like, mm, no. And then you have two <laughs> characters who don't really go anywhere. I, who is One is played by the penguin from Gotham. And yeah. his son, who's, like, really creepy and, like, into it, but he never really does. Like, he, he assaults Iris, which is really bad, but then they just sit him out and he's, he's like, you're done. He's, like, not even, like, he's, like, a plot device that they tried to put in, but then it didn't work, so they just threw him out. And then the doctor yeah. of Iris, who was a red herring that they were gonna, he was gonna save him, but then they just shoot him anyway. Yeah, those yeah. two, like, get get thrown out in the same scene, and it feels, like, so... Rushed. Yeah. Yeah. Then we that have Bevins. 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 Doggins. Bevins. Bevins probably, even though... That is a character who's solely saved uh, by the name. Long live Bevins. Long God. die Bevins. Fuck you, Bevins. <laughs> I, I actually really liked Bevins' character just because, like, he was, like, this guy who just does whatever. He also was just the yes man to Jeffrey Combs. Like, pretend to be Jeffrey Combs and I'll be Bevins. Could you please just... Dunk this girl's head in the toilet, please. Oh, yes, good call, sir. Ooh, look at the bubbles, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Does this please you? Mm, Yes. (laughs) Like, Bevins, do you think we should let her go? No, I don't, sir. No, Bevins does not think so. 
<laughs> just the rapport between those two actors Pretty was really much. fun. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, but God, um, yeah, Bevins was just the butler who was also like this giant ass man who like could very well like restrain I'm, any of them and like force them to kind of go through with the would you rather thing. Also, the would you rather tasks were timed, which I thought was interesting because it, it keeps keeps things moving along, but also like I don't know. I mean, it puts an element of danger in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, sorry, I kind of cut you off earlier. We were talking about what the would-you-rather tasks are. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The first task was they had to choose whether or not they were going to electrocute themselves or the person sitting to their right. So this is, like, basically your introduction to, like, whether or not these characters are assholes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, goth girl, like, without hesitation, immediately shocks the old lady sitting next to her. So, like, you know, you can kind of piece together... What kind of person she yeah, is. Yeah, you can tell from the get-go that she's supposed to be, like, the resident bitch. hmm Yeah, which I guess I should say right now, by the way, um, spoiler warning. <laughs> because, I, I mean, this is a very predictable movie. So, like, I don't feel like we're giving away that much. But, like, we are going to talk about, like, the, the, Pro- the, the individual, the, like, would-you-rather scenarios. Because they're interesting to talk about. Also, probably we're going to talk about the ending, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so if Fair you warning. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, go watch it if you want to. If we're not, not going to make you. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to recommend it, but, like, if you like Jeffrey Combs... Yeah, if you You'll like, probably enjoy it. If you like some, a little bit of gory stuff and, like, a little bit of, you know... Dumbassery. Tense. Yeah, something you can kind of poke fun at but still get a little invested in, but, mm-hmm. like, not that much. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. and if you like Jeffrey Combs, I think that's a pretty good yeah. uh, summation. What was the second task? The second task was the stabbing of the leg or whipping Travis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... And so- in between the tasks, they, like, had one round and then um, a second round. And in between, uh, the little son of a bitch that uh, Robin Lord Taylor plays, that's Penguin. Yeah, during the break before yeah, the second they, round. Yeah, they, like, put away the stuff and then they're gonna bring some other stuff out. And, like, he, like, starts, like, harassing them for some reason. And then Travis, who uh, is the veteran like, gets mad at him and starts mouthing off to him and tells him, like, to shut the fuck up and all this other stuff. And so, like, and then then Robin Lord Taylor's like, well, you're gonna regret you ever said that. And so then, like, they, you know, (laughs) they basically are just like, yeah, you can either whip the shit out of Travis or stab someone else. Yeah. And it's like, and oh my like, god. Half the people end up whipping poor Travis. Yeah. Because they point out pretty clearly, if you stab someone in the thigh, you will probably hit an artery and they're probably gonna die. Yeah. yeah. Which happens, Yeah. by the way. Um, that poor old lady. I know. It's <laughs> so confused. It was funny, time. though. She, like, she like didn't even know. She's like, what? She's like, what's happening? Why am I bleeding? <laughs> I spilled my jello pudding. <laughs> Like, but, like, she's paralyzed, so probably what... She didn't feel it when it happened, but, like, she still lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Yeah. She died. Um, who else? Oh, uh, that was also when Psycho Amy, uh, stabbed... Iris. Iris. Um... Yeah, but, like, Jeffrey Combe... Like, she goes, can I stab her anywhere? And, like, Jeffrey Combe goes, well, that's interesting. Um... Anywhere below the shoulders, how about that? And so she just, like, go ahead and, like, and stabs her right in the stomach, and it's like... If she was really playing to win, like, you should have gone for the heart. Oh my god, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be thinking these things, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but, like, you're right, though, like... 
I think she was trying to go fight? for it, but, like, for some reason, like, Amy just had this, like... Like, if you stabbed her in the thigh, you would probably have killed her. Yeah. She was just so well, pissed off that Iris wanted to, like, not hurt people. And it was like, what? Okay. And then there was a brief period where Iris, Vanilla Man, and... Do we even learn his name? Because I don't even remember. I call I him... Remember. Is it Luke? No. Luke sounds I right. I thought Luke was the guy from the ritual. No, there, I think there's there another guy Lukes. named Luke. Okay, well... I don't, I don't know. Excuse me, sorry. Um, But yeah, they plan a, a run out, which I saw at Macy's. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, some people just, like, piled a bunch of clothes on their back and tried to run out of Macy's, but the cops oh caught him. Oh, my God. And, uh, like, I saw the woman being led away, and he was just like, why would you do something so stupid? Which is essentially what happens in this movie. Um, yeah, they Bevin, all try to run Bevin out. Bevins leaves the door unlocked. Bevins leaves the door unlocked, and so Iris escapes, and she's the only one who ends up leaving... And, like, the security guards around the room uh, shoot, like, two or three other people. Mm-hmm. They kill, um... They kill Cal. Cal. And, um... um and yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, so one. they end up killing Cal because Cal tries to shoot, uh, Jeffrey Combs' character. And then Jeffrey Combs kills him, I remember that. Yeah, I think so. He um, shoots him. And yeah. then Iris is found by the penguin. Who assaults her, but yeah. then Bevins No, 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 not the Bevins, the her doctor who kind of won the last round of Would You Rather shows yeah. up and kills him, and then Bevins kills the doctor. I really hate that character. He's pointless. Yeah, he's It's like the whole scene is just pointless. I mean like the the character of the son, like I guess the penguin as we we're calling him, he's pointless. Like he's just there to kind of be a brat and then um, Yeah. Jeffrey Combs, who is his dad. He's like, like trying to be a brat and then like He's there to make a point about how you shouldn't rape people, even <laughs> like even though they like lock people in a room and like force them to choose. Uh, Maybe he's supposed to make Jeffrey Combs likable. I mean, I guess, but Jeffrey Combs <laughs> can do that by yeah. himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, after that, they do the barrel. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the choice. That's the barrel. Yeah, <laughs> so they give them all the. At that point, there's like only four people left. It's like and. They give you a choice yeah. where you can take whatever is task is in the mystery card, or you can be held underwater for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, he Jeffrey Combs makes it sound like there are some options in the card that aren't that bad, but they're all pretty terrible. Yeah, you learn what all of them are, like all of them are, and it's like freaking awful. So, so like yeah. One of them is um, you have to hold a firecracker in your hand, and so like. This is stupid, but, like, one of the guys, I assume he's a doctor and, like, needs to pay something off. But anyway, like, he's, like, super smart when it comes to, like, medical stuff. And he's, like, hold it in your hand, but, like, at the last minute, like, move it away from your hand. And so Jeffrey Combs starts yelling about, like, he's like, TAKE IT TO HIS HAND! And then Bevins Bevins takes it to his hand. And then his hand explodes. And then he's like, LIGHT IT! LIGHT IT! (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was just super intense. God, that, that part, like, Jeffrey Combs had me in stitches with how, like, really how yelly he was. <laughs> He's like, God, my coach at the basketball games oh in high God. school. He was like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the guy, you know, whatever's in the card, you have to do it. And so he he's holding the firecracker, and his hand explodes, and it explodes and shocks him so badly that it gives him a heart attack, and he dies on the spot. <laughs> Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> they really then, drop like super fast in this movie. Yeah, they're like 
Well, it's like that whole thing of human condition where, like, sometimes you fall down, like, a 17 flight of stairs and you're fine, and other times you, like, trip over a rock and die. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. like, there is no in-between. Um, then, in this movie, there I guess there is an in-between, because it's just like, yeah, you're gonna die. Then the next one, I believe, is, is mil- the eye. Yeah, yeah, it's the guy, it's the, uh, uh like, I don't... Is it eponymous? Because it's not a name, but like no, it's like the, the it's the, the thing from the, the famous thing from the poster, yeah, which is the, the eyeball and the razor blade. Yeah, and this guy has to you know, cut his obviously eye cut, he has to cut his eye with a razor blade and it bleeds. And then for the rest of the movie, he's got like this weird uh, makeup eye patch over his eye. Got saggy eye. Yeah, it was, Boy, like, I... it's very weird to look at, because, like, obviously you know it's fake, but you also know, like, if you keep looking at it, it's gonna make you freak out, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then Iris, who is the smartest person to that round, is just like, just freaking hold me underwater, mm-hmm. and then we get a little flashback, that's pointless, because mm-hmm. we already know her brother's dying, and, like, they're ke- they have no chemistry, I don't, I'm not invested in their relationship at all. Yeah, me neither. Um, and just, she she's fine. Pretty much. They're yeah. like, wow, what a set of lungs on her. But we were talking about how that scene would have been much more hard to watch. And I don't know if this was the producers who decided against it or the director or the editor or who did it. But it would have been so haunting and almost brilliant if they had just held her under for two minutes. And they made you sit there and watch and just listen to her gasping for breath for the full two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, no flashback, mm-hmm. no voiceover, mm-hmm. just the sound of her splashing. And yeah. I know this is a weird segue, but I had that problem with Spider-Man Homecoming where he's, like, trapped alone in the building and then the voiceover starts happening, and I'm like, it would have been just so much more haunting if they had just left you there. Mm-hmm. It's like, it takes away from the suspense because it's there to kind of, like, I don't know, at least for me, I feel like the voiceover kind of calms me down or, like, distracts me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, if I'm just sitting there, like, I, I mean, watching I guess... this woman thrash it's and, like... like, drown in a barrel, like, for two minutes... I'm gonna be freaked out. Like, that's gonna stay with you. I guess the point is to, like, get inside her head because she is the main character. But the thing is, like, it just... Like, if that's... No offense to my brother, but if I'm drowning, I'm not gonna be thinking about some heartfelt moment we had in the car. I'm gonna be thinking about, oh, God. Oh, God. I wanna breathe. Oh, God. (laughs) Finding Nemo lied. Well, well, what what I think about, like, if... Normally, if I try to hold my breath for a long time, I think about, like, the technique of, like, letting a little air out at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. just to, like, try it. And, of course, like, my body is going to react and try to, like, throw me up out of the water, because, like, that's just how your body do. But, like, I feel feel like that's just, like, not realistic for you to be thinking of anything except, you know... The task at hand. Yeah. Like, when you're in a panic, you're not going to be thinking about, like, remember that one time my brother talked about a sinking ship dream he had, and every time he tried to save me, the ship went down even further? Yeah, not only is it a memory, it's a pretentious-ass memory, where I'm like, your brother's pretentious. Like, Yeah. I mean, I guess I can see how it somewhat relates, because there's water and drowning, but, like, (laughs) it doesn't fit. It, no. like, and, like, with the this, tone of the movie. At this point, like, we already kind of know what her goal is and that she's trying to save her brother. So, like, I don't know, like, this doesn't really do anything 
Like, it doesn't really need reinforcing. Well, and for um, comparison, like, think of, like, Steve McQueen movies, where, like, he lets you sit in that silence. Like, there's that scene in 12 Years a Slave that I still remember haunting me, where he's, like, strung up, and, like, he's about to die, and they just leave him there for the full day. And you sit there with him and watch other people go by as he's just standing there trying and gasping for breath. And it's haunting and terrifying and just, you just, you you feel such sympathy and fear and pain for this person. And that's brilliant and it's brave. And this movie just did not go there, which I'm not sure why I expected a movie called Would You Rather to go there. But, you know, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing to expect more from your films. Um, but yeah, so Iris was the smartest because her, they reveal like what her card said, like what she would have had <gasps> oh to do. Oh god, her her card was that they had to pull every single tooth out of her Which her I think, head. personally for me, that is the worst option out of everything in the game. For me, personally, is pulling out all the teeth, because that would be take the longest, there would be so many teeth to go through, and then like apparently your jaw recedes? Yeah, if you, if you don't uh, get surgical implants for your teeth, after a while, your jaw will begin to recede because there is nothing there to uh, support it. And so there's, like, no way to tell where your jaw is sitting. So it will just start to disappear. So, yeah, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that yeah. more than anything. And honestly, why... if someone had said, like, hey, we'll pull all your teeth out, I'm like, just shoot me, Bevins. Bevins? Bevins? Bevins! Bevins! I have required your assistance. Uh, shoot me in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, like, sometimes if you look at old people, it looks like their chin is a lot smaller than the rest of their face. If they have no teeth, that's why. It's because their uh, jaw is receding a lot. Bevins, I will require your assistance when I am 85. Don't ask. Um, It's a secret. The final is Amy, who chooses the envelope. And the envelope just says, go in the barrel for four minutes instead of two. Um, yeah, she's like, that's not possible, and Jeffrey Combs is like, it is. Spoiler, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I he, mean, he technically, it's like, technically possible, it, but you have to be like world highly trained. That's a train. That's like saying it's technically that. possible to do a triple axle and like pointing a gun at me and saying, do it. I'm like, I can't. And they're like, other people have done it. But she, she very much accepts this <laughs> and just goes for it, and then of course, like, she dies. Yeah. Because that's, like, yeah, you're not going to survive that. Um, so to me, like, that was the worst option, but, like, only because, like, you're going to die. Yeah, pretty much. They. I wonder if they just kind of were, like, organizing the cards in the back and they were just, like, <laughs> Yeah, well, like, it, sneakily just wanted her dead. Like, well, then Jeffrey like Combs, like, seems disappointed. I mean, I don't think he really is, but he, like, at least pretends to be. He's like, oh, at the beginning of the night, I would have thought she would be the winner. Okay, which is... Kind of stupid, because the whole time during the beginning of the the movie, he's, like, looking at Iris, and he's like, oh, she's perfect. She's perfect for this game. Because, like, she's apparently so desperate for... He's clearly rooting for Iris. Yeah. Um, because, like, like, the whole time, even when she runs away, they still let her play. And, like, he apologizes for I her think... son, and just, like, he seems... He, like, always compliments her and is very impressed with her. I think Maybe it's, it's like a final girl trope subversion or something. I think it's funny though because <laughs> like he I don't know, he's just so silly. <laughs> he's a silly character. Silly. I enjoy him. He's just very he's very much playing the showman where he's like, mm-hmm. Welcome to my circus. Cut your eye open. Have some popcorn. It's great. <laughs> 
Does anyone have to go to the restroom? Eat the Just s- kidding. <laughs> eat the steak and foie gras. Don't yeah. like steak and foie gras. I'll give you ten thousand dollars to eat the steak and foie gras. <laughs> he's just such a petty little rich bitch, and I kind oh, of God. love it. He's just so maniacal and evil, and it's just he's having such a good old time, and oh, it's I been infectious. It. Whereas everyone else is just kind of like playing the horror and the traumatization, which I think you could have a lot more fun this this movie than they were allowing themselves to be. They put all the fun in Jeffrey Combs' character, and I was like saying, I love the dynamic of the siblings. What if you put two bickering? siblings into this situation because I know like they'd be both either really protective or really petty towards each other where they would be like you cut your eye open no you cut your eye open fine I'll cut my eye open no I don't want you to cut your eye open I want you to cut my eye open what no that mom always loved me best you take that back right and just like I don't know working together to get out of that situation because I love sibling dynamics and their sibling dynamics sucked it felt more like a nurse and a patient it really did like that was disappointing and what else could you have fun with like, I feel like dark humor is something that should be played with more in horror because, like, the emotions of laughter and fear go together more than you would think because that's, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people laugh out of fear. And that's why horror comedies usually do so well because those different heights of emotions just give you a lot more energy to get through. And that's why I really love Jeffrey Combs in this movie. Mm-hmm. And the penguin, even, a little bit, besides the assault thing. like He, like, calls everyone pig. It's, oh, like, Jesus. so stupid. Oh he's like, God. squeal, pig! It's like... He's uh, like the ultimate, like, spoiled rich boy stereotype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen Deliverance, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, but, oh, no, I, and let me make it quite clear. I don't approve of any of these characters. When I watch a movie, I have a different set of morality. Like, real Hannah would not approve of any of this and wants to make sure everyone is healthy and happy. But movie Hannah is here to be entertained. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. Like, That's like a given when you go into a horror movie, I think. Yeah. Like, especially a movie like this, which... I wouldn't exactly classify as a torture porn, but it's, like, kind of leaning into that genre. With the way Jeffrey Combs reacts, it's definitely a torture porn for him. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) He, like, wants to organize his own snuff film. I just... I... Like, what? I don't know. Yeah, so I guess we should get to the... um, The last Technically, there is one more round of (laughs) would you rather... It's not really a round, more as, like, a coin toss. Yeah, so it's down to... Yeah, it's pretty much who wins in the coin toss. It's down to Iris and Wheat Toast, and, um... Because he's wholesome, but he's still born. (laughs) Yeah, so, Jeffrey Combs, like, he's like, whoever gets to choose first on this one basically wins, so he flips a coin, and Iris gets to choose first, and he gives her the option of... Going free with both of them. Yeah, go free and not take the money, but both of them get to live, or she shoots the other guy and takes all the money... Um, and then this guy gives the yeah. slowest monologue oh my I've ever heard. If you're begging for your life... They have 30 seconds to choose. And he's like, and he's like Iris. Iris. Look at me, Iris. I have... A connect with me. I have three sisters. So I know what it's like. He's just so fucking he's, slow. He's very yeah. slow. He doesn't even try to I mean, dodge or anything. What if he dodges? Because they only give her one bullet. Yeah. What if she fucking shot Jeffrey Combs? Okay, my thinking was like yeah. the best the best ending for me would be if um she and him just like like she and Mr. Milktoast, I can't remember his name, but like they just stare at each other for a moment, then they get like this established connection. 
She has the gun pointed at him, and Jeffrey Combs and Bevins both think they're, she's going to shoot him. But then she turns around and shoots Bevins, yeah, Bevins and then the they both shoot. go after Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, because like, they, could, they could take him. Oh, like, for sure. Like, that would have been the perfect ending for me. That would have yeah. been good. Yeah, why didn't... I mean, maybe... Does Bevins have a gun trained on her? I think like so, but oh, yeah, I, think I, think he does. To, I think he starts to lower it after she pulls the gun up, though. You Maybe. Know? I don't remember. It would really be, like, uh, like that would be a really cool, uh, what if they had, like, a Mexican stand? Is, is that the correct term anymore? Mexican I don't know. standoff? Yeah, Mexican yeah. standoff with Bevins where they turn around and, like, just, like, have a moment. But really, that would be, like, how quickly you can fire... In terms of like turning around and getting Bevins, because I don't remember the blocking yeah, of that well, scene. He probably, I'm sure they I probably established she had no choice. But that's the one thing. That's the one choice where I can see the point that they're trying to hammer home about like people will do anything for money. Uh, which like I know Saw tried to establish like people are terrible and all that, but I never really bought it because Saw never really gave you a choice. You either sit there and die, or you you cut off your leg. Yeah, but you... this one she could have gone free. And she could have saved someone else, mm-hmm. but she didn't. I don't. Yeah. St- I still don't buy that. Like, I mean, I I understand. Like you know, she didn't want to leave for nothing. She didn't want to go through all that for nothing. Yeah, but I mean, also she got the ten thousand dollars for eating meat. So I mean, like if like at that point, I feel like she probably should have left because ten thousand dollars is probably enough to do something. Also, yeah, I don't at least a human life. Know. Is infinitely more worthwhile than any dollar value. Any dollar value. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I get that she was in it to save her brother's life and not just for the money, but like mm-hmm. shooting another person in the face just to like save someone else when you could have had other options is like still wrong. Um, which is like valid, I think. Like they definitely could have done a better job though of sinking that in and conveying that, but like, I mean, I get what they're going for, so I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, whatever, it's valid. Whatever happened to Travis? Did he die? Because I know they t- no. dragged him away. They said he could die um, within hours or days, depending on if Which his I condition. Which I bet he's yeah. gonna die, he, because they well, do yeah, not he care was about you in the house. But they, he's like, he basically play still anymore. alive when they pull him out, because he's unconscious and bleeding out. They're so obviously, yeah, obviously they're not going to give him any kind of medical treatment, because, you know... Because they're dicks. <laughs> um, but, yeah. like, I feel like if they put you through that and, like, you can't play anymore, they could at least call I'm an sure. ambulance. Well, I'm sure that Jeffrey Combs probably has, like, his own personal doctor at his house. Like, he's rich enough. Like, Maybe yeah. Bevins is a medical expert. <laughs> right. Dr. Bevins. Okay, Dr. Bevins. <laughs> Bevins and, I'm gonna say it, Bevins and Jeffrey Combs are lovers. Yes. Yes. Uh, hashtag bring your own subtext. Yes. And... This is their kinky night. <laughs> I get Bevins to watch Bevins the tops. <laughs> I get to watch Bevins drown people tonight. <laughs> Bevins, these people aren't the only one who are wet. Oh my! Maybe that was the real meaning of this movie: is the importance of consent. If you're going to engage in kinky acts, um, where other, you know, um, oh, what's it called? Where you get off on other people watching you. Voyeurism. Yeah. No, wait, that's when you get off because you're watching. Well, whatever. If you're going to get off on, like... Reverse voyeurism. Yeah, reverse voyeurism. Um, Make sure that everybody consents. Mm -hmm. Well, they're getting paid, sort of. (laughs) Well, it's also kind of sadism because, you know, 
he's basically putting them through all this stuff, even though he's not touching them, you know, so. Oh, I guess. I just, I'm not gonna get into that. That was more of a joke. I'm not actually gonna make any claims about the BDSM community, uh, because usually it's all consensual and kinky and not actually, like, painful to the level these people in this movie go to. Oh, boy, yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie is just fucked up, and it's clearly trying to be, uh, oh, that's okay. the ending. Oh, yeah. That's okay. ending, Okay, though. okay, okay, okay. I just want to point out that, like, in this movie, Jeffrey Combs is kind of a human Cenobite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would have been great. Oh, Do my God. Do deliciously? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Sorry, that's Black Phillip. Oh, that's okay. They all run no, in the same crowd. No tears. They're a waste of good pain. <laughs> no, it's no tears. It's a waste of good suffering. <laughs> I want, like, um, if he's crying, he's like, I want you to stop crying right now. $50,000. What if you just keep saying, like, things, little petty things that you are that you don't want to keep eating? Like, I don't eat broccoli, Jeffrey. I just don't like the taste. I'll make you eat broccoli for $50,000. Okay, I'm also lactose intolerant. Drink that milk for $50,000. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey, whatever you want. Uh, I also... I don't like this chair. It's hard. Can I get another one? Keep sitting in that chair for $10,000. I've got to go to the bathroom and piss your pants for $100,000. <laughs> That's just part of it. Pee your pants. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I gotta go to the bathroom. Why? I, I have to fart, Jeffrey. <laughs> fart right now! Instead of everyone! For But that ending's just stupid. Yeah, like, okay, so she comes home, and she, like, has gone through, like, all this bullshit to, um... Yeah, she wins, so she gets gets the whole thing. His transplant will happen in the next, like, day or so. Yeah, and so, like, she comes home, and she finds out that her brother has overdosed and killed himself. And, like... What did you do? Yeah, that's so stupid, though. I feel like she's, like, blaming him for, like all this pain and suffering that she's done, and basically it was for nothing because he killed himself. But, like, like he had cancer, and it, he felt like it wasn't going to get better, and he didn't know that she was going to go do this for him. She's basically just like, yeah, I'm going to go out tonight. And so, like, he's, of course, like, if you're depressed and you have cancer, you know, and, and like, you feel like there's no way out of it, you're obviously going to take being alone for the night as a way to get out of it. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess. I just feels guilty, too, because she's spending all her time taking care of him. Yeah. This is also just hashtag bring your own subtext, because that actor wasn't giving me anything to work with. And neither, yeah. we don't know him long well, I mean, enough to have that much sympathy for him. not even on screen for, like, more than two minutes. So, I mean, I don't yeah. really blame him, like... But, like, you, you look at him and you can tell, like, he's very obviously depressed at mm-hmm. least so it's just like ugh. well like cancer is extremely painful too yeah she couldn't have told him like hey i might have a solution i'll see you later yeah. yeah i mean i guess she wouldn't want to let him down either but also 
But like, I don't know. Yeah, that I'm not gonna blame either of them. To talk about. Yeah, and also you um, can tell the writers just wanted to have a twist of like, ha ha ha, you killed people uh-huh. for nothing. Oh, we yeah. are smarter than you, audience. You didn't see that coming. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Like, they just clearly wanted to pull the rug out from under you. It wasn't really a cleverly timed twist or anything like that. This movie could have very well been a commentary on how people together can, uh, you know, work together to overthrow powers that hold them down. But they went with, people will do anything for money, and it's up to you to figure out if you want to, fa- like, have time to spend with your dying brother, or if you want to save his life and go away for a night. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, people, of course, like, of course people who are in poverty and who can't pay for things are going to do stuff for money. That's the whole point of, like, our society and how fucked up it is, like... Well, that is an interesting point the movie is bringing, where it's like, how far would you go? But that's, like, a point you can bring up with, like, anything, where you're like, how far would you go for money? Like, that's essentially the question of fear well, factor. Like, desperate people <laughs> yeah. are gonna do what they need to do in order to survive, and, you know, the point, like, the point of him making a game out of it, you know, could have very well been subversed if, like, they had gone with a different ending, and... Well, it's like when we make fun of people for, like, humiliating themselves for money, or for being ridiculous for money, but in reality, like, if they're doing what they can to survive, how much can we really judge? Yeah, like... But also... Like, I would be out of there so fast. Because, like, I feel like they should have given a more example. Like, the lady should have asked further, like, you're gonna make us kiss each other? And he's like, no, no, my dear. And she's like, so what are we gonna do? Are, is, this a, is this a sex thing or is this a snuff film thing? <laughs> and I, if he's like, oh, it's a snuff film thing, I'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah, Just, like, wheel yourself out if you're you the old lady. The way he words <laughs> bye. it. The way he words it is, like, so vague, too. He's like, anyone... Who um, doesn't pick an option or can't fulfill their task is going to be eliminated from the game. And if you don't choose an option before the time runs out, you'll be eliminated. And it's like, okay, well, what does eliminated mean? Like, that's very vague. Basically, he means eliminated from life. Or, like, she asks, like, what happens if I don't win the game? And he's like, then you don't win the game. And I'm like, but will I die, though? Yeah, you don't win the game and you also don't win life. Fuck. (laughs) I can't believe I've done this. Um, One thing that I have also noticed, and you guys have too, I know, and everyone's probably noticed this, uh, horror movies are taking two children's things and trying to make them creepy. Uh, Children's songs and children's games. First we have this. I I mean, it it started with dolls. And then it was like the... Because that's kind of like, was it supposed to be a board game to start out with? I have no idea. Or they sell it in the board game section. I'm like, hey, talk to demons. It's either your friend fucking with you or Uncle Jerry's gonna kill you all. Either way, have a good night. Well, I guess technically it's a toy, but like, I'm messing with that shit. But like, that shit. Okay, what are the two options? What are you hoping for? You're hoping that either your friend's messing with you or you got a demon. Okay, the funny thing about this is that okay, so the the Ouija movies. are licensed under Hasbro. <laughs> so they're the ones putting the movies out. Wait, does that like, mean that they're in the same cinematic universe as Transformers, though? Probably. Oh, my God. <laughs> we gotta talk to Optimus Prime. Break I mean, out the at, w- wiggle board. <laughs> at least they, like, 
gave the licensing for these people to use their their Ouija boards in in their movies. So like they're getting some money from people getting scared about their game and like either people are gonna buy more of it or people are going to not buy more of it and that's kind of a gamble. Video <laughs> games try to have horror elements like has there been a horror video game thing is like that, i feel like, like a, a movie is about a horror, like a video yeah, game? A horror movie isn't silent hill well like no like uh game? where like the video game is the horror element oh. i mean i guess what about that one movie that we saw the synopsis for on netflix beyond the gates yeah that might be one that, that i don't know if that was a video game i think it was a board game I think like I'm a of the creepy thing. pasta mm-hmm. but anyways what, what else we, we were talking about children's things because yes. now we have that game that's come, that movie that's coming out that looks stupid, and I want to see Truth it. or Dare. Truth or Dare. Oh looks my god, so dumb. I want them to make evil hopscotch. Yes. <laughs> evil hopscotch. Like everyone has a pentagram in it, and if you like jump wrong, you get like sucked to hell. They like, like take off a toe or something. <laughs> Um, Tic-tac-toe, but evil. Every time you lose, you have to put another fingernail in the jar. <laughs> Never <laughs> have I ever. But this time, we shoot you. <laughs> Connect to four, and it's like every time you lose um, a little uh, piece of your soul goes to hell. <laughs> Scrabble. Scrabble is hell. Exactly. Monopoly. It's just Monopoly. One, it's just a game of Monopoly. Okay, Monopoly and life as horror games. <laughs> like, the thing with life, though, is, like, what if, like, these just, like, every time you get a kid in life, then, like, a, another evil baby shows up in I your like, house? That would be, like, existential horror, though. It would be, like, you know, you always hear those, like, stories of, like, what if I fell asleep and had a dream of a different life? Where I had a wife and kids, and then I wake up, and that whole life was just a dream, and it fucks you up, because it's like... Isn't that uh, the Nicolas Cage movie where he's yelling about how he wants the cake? <laughs> I have no I idea. How it a- could be like a, a metaphor for the Rubik's Cube. Like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Evil Rubik's Cube, y'all. Evil, Evil Rubik's, Rubik's Cube. cube. Um, let's bowling. See. Evil bowling. Evil bowling. Evil bowling. <laughs> when the bowling ball is too heavy for you, so you lose a gutter ball every time. <laughs> no, Surely that's been a movie. At I some mean, Playtest. The episode mean, of Black. Yeah, sorry. Oh well, if there's like evil like tires and stuff in movies. Oh god, I'm sure there's rubber. Been a movie about an evil bowling ball. Is rubber on Netflix? We need to watch. God. I don't think it I is don't, I don't, anymore. Damn. I searched for it the other day and it wasn't there. Well, the Black Mirror does have an evil video game type thing. Oh yeah, I haven't like, seen that one yet. Yeah, it's a vid- it's a horror video game designed to target your greatest fear. It actually gets pretty fucked up. Like I had to watch a lot of Parks and Rec after I watched it. Like it's it's not really boasting any message other than call your mom. Call your mom. And don't don't I mean, that's an admirable sign message. up for experimental video game tests that require surgery. I mean the USS Callister is also, also about a video game. Yeah, yeah, but this one's like designed to like target your fears and make you afraid. Like his father just died after a long battle with Alzheimer's, so in the game he starts to lose his memory. Oh like the character himself does? Yeah. Oh, no. That that would fuck me up. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. Sorry. I may have um spoiled Black Mirror. We should start Black Mirror podcast. Yes. No, I, I would love to. Black Mirror, I wanna write the opening. Yes. Yeah, Black Mirror definitely needs a theme song, and if it, uh, if anyone were to, I to write it, I wanted to be the Enthusiasm theme. Because first it goes, Black 
mirror, like Glee, and then it has the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme over a picture of a cell phone. And then you like cut to like I don't know like it, it, like the, the iconic image of the episode where like like there's obviously a sound effect like in the 15 million merits. Sorry, we're getting so off track. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> no, I love talking about Black Mirror. But in 15 yeah. million merits, like in the part where he hits the wall <laughs> in the national anthem. No! <laughs> I think we're just about ready to wrap this up. Unless yep, there's definitely. anything else you guys want to add. Um, Jeffrey Combs, if you're listening to this... Thank you for being the really enjoyable part of this movie. Yes. yes. Also, um, also, um, if you would like to be my second dad, I'm, I'm up for that. You're a great dude. And I love you. Seconded. <laughs> Third. <laughs> Agreed. Um, yeah, uh, so- would, you, would I rather watch this movie again? Sure, yeah, that's it's fine. I mean, it's very interesting, but I wouldn't want to watch the ending again. The ending's stupid. Up to the point where, like, she wins, I'm good. <laughs> and yeah, Vince and Jeffrey comes are just like, ah! and she's just crying. Yeah, they, like, give her a standing ovation or whatever, and she's just, like, sitting there wailing her eyes out, and it's like, yeah, that's a mood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I guess to answer that question, like, this is the second time I saw this movie, and my opinion hasn't really changed at all since the first time I saw it, but, like, that can also be a good thing, because my opinion didn't change for, like, the negative. So, yeah. like, you know, I'd recommend this if you're, like, looking for something, like, not serious, just kind of something fun that you can watch with friends and maybe get some good gore in and poke fun at. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a good movie to watch with friends, just because there is a lot to poke fun at. And there's a lot of enjoyable stuff to come from it, too. I mean, Jeffrey Combs is very fun to watch. <laughs> and some of the uh, the reactions as they die are actually kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, I think she's dead. <laughs> Wheel her out! <laughs> it doesn't help that Jeffrey Combs is, like, laughing along to everything, so it kind of makes me god. giggly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a hoot. Bevan, yeah, he's a wheel out the old broad. Bevan's <laughs> wheel out the one-handed I mean, Ash Williams. I mean, I mean, he's he definitely doesn't sound like that, but he definitely has that feel to him. <laughs> he's like just a rich bastard, and that's great. It's wonderful. Tune in next time if you want to hear us talk about Human Centipede. Too you bad. gotta send those messages and be sending in those iTunes reviews because I ain't touching that shit unless you ask for it. So mm-hmm. we aren't gonna put ourselves through terrible, terrible torture porn unless unless you really, really want us to. <laughs> we do it for you. We'll, we will o- we will only do it for you. Hannah, I won't. Hannah won't. No, Hannah no. Don't talk about yourself. Hannah would do anything for love, but she will not I do would that. Do <laughs> anything for love. Okay. Peace out, that. and may your nightmares be plentiful. <laughs> <laughs>